Hi, and welcome to a Novel Ending Podcast. We're your hosts, Joanna and Kat. We chat about all things revisions, the fun stuff, the not-so-fun stuff, and the seriously, I've written like 10 novels now, why doesn't this get any easier stuff? Join us while we share our enthusiasm and tips to help you tackle your next draft before it tackles you. Hi, everyone. On today's episode, we'll be talking about what to do when you're stuck. But first, we have our question of the day. Would you rather your book be made into a movie or a musical? And who would you want to direct or write the music for it? Do I have to answer this first? Uh (laughs) This is very hard for me because I love musicals. If I was choosing musical, unfortunately, he can't do this anymore. But I would want Stephen Sondheim to write the music because he is my all-time favorite. But I feel like definitely for my current work in progress, which is a middle grade fantasy I, I, that has to be movie. Like, I can't see that really having like big musical numbers and things like that. So I think it would be great for a musical. Really? Yes. I'm trying to think of what the songs would be. Well, that I don't know. But I could see some <laughs> dance numbers and some big stage performances with those characters. Yeah. It would definitely be a fun spectacle. But yeah, I would probably lean movie and gosh, who would I want to direct it? I'm trying to think who's like a good fantasy director. All the fantasy directors I like are more of like the epic fantasy three-part movies. And this definitely wouldn't that, be that. That's right. That's definitely not. I have no knowledge. On, well, I have some knowledge on movie directors, but not enough to answer that question very specifically. So you can you can pass on okay, that I'll if pass you on want. That. Okay. What about you? Um, I would definitely say movie. And because I have no idea who I'd want to direct it, I'm going to say that I would want the soundtrack written by Billie Eilish. Oh, and which of your work in progress are you thinking of? The one you haven't read yet, that you'll be reading soon. Oh, the one that I can It's a kingdom fantasy. It's kind of dark, kind of moody. Oh, that I think would be cool. Billie Eilish would be good background music for that. So would you do the thing that like some fantasies or period pieces are doing now where like the music is more modern, but it's yeah. still like a period piece. Well, it's not medieval kingdom fantasy. It's more okay. straight up fantasy world kingdom. Just like generic fantasy time. Yes. There's enough magic and different things in the world than there is our earth. So Yeah, that'd be cool. She won the Oscar, I believe, for her mm-hmm. James Bond yes. thing. So mm-hmm. maybe she's just itching to do yep. another film. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Hook us up. <laughs> uh, okay, so we are talking about what to do when you are stuck yes. in your revisions. What do you do when you're stuck? I do a number of things. Number one is I cry for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I I don't cry and I don't really get angry. I will probably stress eat is something I, I will do. Um, mostly chocolate. <laughs> but... I am one of those people who I'm fine walking away from a manuscript, but before I walk away, and I know we kind of talked about breaks last episode, like I would say getting stuck is a good opportunity to take like a mandatory break, but I'll do some things before I do that. I'll often kind of highlight the section that I'm stuck on because one, I don't want to forget like what, what part it is specifically, but also I like to do like a stream of conscious thought dump. So I write in Google Docs, actually, which I know like many people will be infuriated with 
<laughs> you're, you're so um, young and with the time. I know. Uh, so I will leave a comment to myself and pretty much just gush all of my thoughts. And it's anything from what I'm stuck on. Really, what does this scene or chapter need to accomplish that it's not accomplishing? If If I have any kind of you know, initial thoughts on maybe how to do it, even if they're the bad thoughts, like the thoughts that are getting me stuck, like I'll still write them down because just getting them out of my head kind of helps. And then I can kind of step away with like a clear mind at that point. Put all your thoughts in a safe place, walk away and let your unconscious do some work. Yeah. And I used to not do that brain dump. And then I found that I, I often forgot kind of some of the things, some of the frustrations I have. And I think it's important to keep the frustrations in mind. When I was an earlier writer, sometimes I, you know, I was just like in a half kind of walk away and then come back and be like, oh, well, this thing, like, here's, here's the answer. Like this thing should happen here. And I would do it and then start taking my novel in a different direction than I had really wanted it to go and then have to do more revision work because I like ended up, you know, Backing messing up the plot. Yeah, exactly. So I found that the brain dump is really helpful. But what about you? What do you do when you're stuck? I first tend to plot graph when I'm stuck. So I have been a plotter and a pantser, recent pantser, which I actually love. But um, I definitely will, even when I would plot a novel loosely, um, I would often in the middle kind of get stuck to some extent at some point. I think I get stuck less pantsing so far because I think I focus more on cause and effect when I'm pantsing. But as far as the plot graph, I think that what I'll do is I'll make a list, you know, on one side of all the main plots and subplots and then the chapters across the top. And then I will sort of just scan through the document and make X's where the plots show up on which chapter. And sometimes I'll make notes about what's happening or what happened. Um, so then I feel like I can look at it from a bird's eye view and see maybe which subplot needs more attention or it's easier to tell where to go when you're looking at a big map than when you're stuck in one scene. So I will often do that. I'll plot graph. Um, sometimes I'll just go back. Um, when I am drafting, I like to make a comment whenever I sort of hint at a question for the reader. So like if I put in a question, you know, if I'm building intrigue or if I mention something that I'm hoping the reader will sort of like it will tickle their brain a little bit, I will make a note. And so I'll go back and I'll look at those questions and see if there's one that I can answer, if that will kind of propel me forward, or if there's something that needs attention that I forgot about again, um, that will propel me forward. Another thing I think that helps too is to check your main character state of mind or even some of your side characters. So I think sometimes when we're drafting, if we're not drafting really fast, we can forget what happened to Betsy the last time she was on the page and how she's feeling or, you know, whatever characters that have been affected by something, what would they be doing behind the scenes that would propel the story? Or what would our main character be needing to attend to next that maybe we forgot about or, um, you know, if something happened that was minor and something big and major took over, which happens a lot in novels, 
to sort of divert attention or something like that, we maybe then, as the writer, have forgotten about the minor situation that needs attention. So we can always kind of go back to that. That's a really good point. And I feel like there was a point in my writing where I didn't do that. And then now I do because I've just become, for whatever reason, just a really slow reviser recently. I would say that's because you have a baby. I do have a baby. <laughs> so some stuff has happened recently. That those babies, has made me those babies slow, slow the rest reviser. of life down. Uh, so I will often like forget questions I, I kind of teased at the beginning or, you know, I had this character have this motivation and then just totally forgot about it. You know, five months later, you know, I'm actively revising, but the revisions are going so slow that parts of my story aren't fresh anymore. And so sometimes when I'm stuck, I'll go back and kind of, you know, refresh myself on beginning parts of the novel and then be like, oh yeah, this character does this thing. And so later on the novel, they would never do this thing that I'm trying to get them to do. And then that helps me get unstuck. There you're going. Yeah. If I am really stuck and I just cannot, and that's happened plenty of times. And again, I think more often when I plot than when I pants. And I don't know if all of our listeners know what I'm talking about when I say plotting or pantsing. But if you don't, plotting is more obvious, I suppose, when you are kind of outlining your whole story ahead of time, either just a quick outline or some people do very detailed plots ahead of time. And I traditionally was a plotter and Kat was a pantser, so I'll let you describe pantsing. Uh, so pantsing comes from flying by the seat of your pants, where you might know what your character is or just have like a scene in mind or know like the ending scene or something like that and you just kind of open up a new word document and you just go for it and you just kind of write from beginning to end and whatever comes out of your creative brain you just write down and turn it into a story which I really like because I feel like I've tried to plot and what ends up happening is I just give up halfway through. I'm like, I just want to write the story already. And I just <laughs> start writing. So maybe it's I don't have the patience is <laughs> what it comes down to. I think to some extent, it feels a little more fun to pants because you surprise yourself more. Although I even when I was a plotter, I left space for that for, you know, to surprise myself. But I do mm-hmm. think if you're trying to stay on track, sometimes you will resist going off track, even if that's the right place to go. So anyway, my point is, is that I did feel like I got stuck more when I was a plotter, oddly enough. And when I do get really stuck and I, and none of these other things work, I definitely think walking away is good because I do believe that our subconscious does a lot of work while we're sleeping and going about our life. And that, you know, the next morning or a few weeks later or a month later, you will just suddenly wake up and have a great idea for where you're supposed to be going. Um, And of course, you can't always count on that. Sometimes I think our brains just need a rest too. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I feel like our brains do solve a lot more things when we're not forcing it on them. Like I've had so many epiphanies brushing my teeth. I don't know (laughs) what it is about the act of staring at myself in a mirror and brushing my teeth. But I've worked out so many like, aha, like moments doing that. So, yes, I think, well, I think that also the drafting brain is creative and needs less confines and the revising brain is not as creative. I mean, it's creative, but it needs to be focused and, you know, it's honing things down, right? Honing things for a purpose. So I think sometimes if we're stuck in that revising place and we need to be more creative 
And sometimes when you're stuck in that really focused place, your brain just gets tired or even because of life things going on, I think your brain sometimes gets tired and that doesn't help your creativity. So taking that break, even though maybe that's not the thing in your life you want to take a break from, taking a break of any kind can help get you back on track. Yeah. And something else I do when I'm taking that break to help me get unstuck is I will consume a lot of other media. So I'll read other books. I'll watch TV and movies and things like that. Everything that from like the good things to give you inspiration to the bad stuff, because I love picking apart bad stuff. Like I love nothing more than poking holes in like (laughs) bad movies or things like that. So I purposely kind of watch those like cheesy TV movies or something like that. But that's all, like all of these are kind of like exercises that gets my brain working. So as I'm like maybe poking holes in the logic of a TV show, that might trigger something in my brain to be like, oh, like speaking of my own like work, I should do this, this, this. So I found that that's kind of been helpful too. I don't know. Do you do, do you like do any consuming media or do you try to like stay away from it? I, um, I mean, I do, of course, do some consuming media. Usually if I'm watching TV or movies, I'm, my husband watches a lot more than I do. And so I'm watching with him. He does not like it when I poke holes in things, which is, I do think a natural, um, (laughs) writer inclination. Yes. Um, I think it's hard to not do that. Right. We're always, I always just try and tell him I'm learning. You know, that's my, that's why I have to, I can't help it. Love it. Um, but I try to read more or, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say I consume a lot of media, but when my brain is tired, watching TV is like the easy, quiet, turn off your mind's work to just entertain yourself. So yeah, that helps. So like I said about the questions that I left the reader and knowing where the main character's state of mind is, those are also things that are helpful for me when I'm stuck while I'm drafting, which is a hint of what we'll talk about next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of a Novel Ending Podcast. If you're a fan of the show, please help us spread the word by leaving a rating and review and by sharing this episode with your community. And make sure to check out our website, anovelending.com, to learn more about what other services we offer. Happy revising!